Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we re-watch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. I'm Helena. And for this episode, we have a very special guest. It's Ben Russell. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you very much for, for coming on. Uh, which movie have you brought to us today? Uh, well, I bought... I, so I gave you two options and both are animated. One is was called Flight of the Dragons, which is this old animated sort of short... It's a quick movie, but it's real hokey and fucked up, but it's got great music. Uh, the one that we decided on was The Adventures of Mark Twain. Which is a stop-motion animation claymation style movie uh which you think it's just about mark twain and his characters tom sawyer and huckleberry finn or whatever the fuck yep but it it takes a hard right into some pretty <laughs> wild biblical shit that at the time <laughs> really i did not even i did not even pick up on when i was a kid it, we had it we recorded it we used to live in new zealand we recorded it off new zealand television and then I rewatched it recently, and it's got this massive b biblical overtones to it. And also, there was a bit that was edited out. It's like uh, the Satan shows up, and Satan's in there, but the Satan bit is goes on for a lot longer in the non. Yeah. They edited it out because it wasn't <laughs> suitable for kids back in the nineties in New Zealand. And I can kind of see why it's pretty fucking weird shit it really is a bit it, bit odd it's, it was it's, not what i expected yeah no it's very odd to be watching what is from what i from what i could um read upon it it is the first feature length like claymation like movie yeah right like the, the first proper one and for that just to be like hey here's satan he's gonna tell you that life is meaningless and humans yeah. mean nothing <laughs> here you go <laughs> really comes yeah. out of nowhere it really yeah. comes out of nowhere satan's just yeah just hanging out on the airship and they go in his magic elevator and go meet him and he's ah uh. and then there's like a good tom a good mark twain and a bad mark twain it's a wild ride it's like every claymation film has that like veneer of nightmare to it yeah. all of them even <laughs> like the like wallace and gromit have like a a thin sheen of it feels like a nightmare <laughs> but this one really goes into it it really leans into it um yeah it's a, it's crazy, and it's got a. There's this bit about uh, Adam and Eve, yeah. Which yeah, uh, it's. I mean, f to be honest, from what I can tell, Mark Twain, uh, judging by this movie, didn't go on that many adventures. He just heard about a cool frog and read the Bible. Yep, mm, that's <laughs> those him. are his adventures according to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and kills himself in Haley's Comet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. He becomes <laughs> Haley's Comet uh -huh. in the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> Don't worry. It's a twist. Um, Spoilers for a movie from 1985. <laughs> it's also a twist. No it is a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very strange film. And it starts out so, like, fun and yeah. innocent. Yeah. I um I'd actually seen that that Satan clip, the one that I that that was cut before, and just to sort of put in perspective for watchers how fucked up it is, I saw that in a compilation YouTube video of uh, yeah. scenes too fucked up yeah. to show on kids TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a strange thing just to have like these pretty crazy Christian ideologies. It just... really relies on you having like a good knowledge Child. of the works of mark twain which i think no kids in the 80s no. really did and i one thing that stood out to me which sets the the tone for this book or this film as well was like at the start he's like oh what's a classic a classic yeah. book everyone wants to have read but no one wants to read yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that's all of mark twain's works because i've I've got a degree in literature. I've not read a single one of his books. Oh my goodness! <laughs> he wrote. He wrote the story. He wrote the Fall of Man. Is what we learned from this film. <laughs> he wrote the Bible. Yeah, he wrote the. That's what. It, what he did. He did. He wrote di the Diary of Eve. Was one of his books, and yeah. so was like excerpts of the Diary of Adam. But I don't know. I couldn't tell. Like, is this a spoof of Mark Twain's works, or is is that how it is in his books? I don't... Like, I'm. 
I didn't do enough research for the podcast in that I didn't actually go and read his books oh to God, find yes. out. What sort of podcast is this? <laughs> yeah. I didn't do any research. And it's, but I know that the Jumping Frog of Calaveras County is, it was one of his first sort of short stories that he wrote. So I know about that yeah. one. And I know about the, about Huckleberry Finn and, and Tom Sawyer yeah. and, and, but that's kind of, that's where it ends. Why were you watching this film as a child? Why were you watching this? As I said, it was just recorded off, we had a VHS and we would record anything and everything off the TV. And it was just one of those things that was on TV. I, I, it's one of the great things about VHS is that you kind of have these versions of these movies imprinted in your mind. So it feels weird when it doesn't have those weird 80s New Zealand commercials. Uh, I have one with like Star, Star Wars and New Hope. There's a bit where my tape skips <laughs> in a part of it. And it like says a couple of things over, like repeats it. And it feels weird watching it back now on a digital copy and it being it being the way it is. I'm like, oh, that's that doesn't fucking work for me. So it is, <laughs> this was just one of the ones. I don't know who recorded it. I think it was I think it was recorded in sort of 85, 86 back when I was a, a, an infant. It was it was just always there. This one. We always just had it. I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah, it's quite heavy for an infant. Mm. Well, I would. I think, but in a, it would have glossed over. Mm. I think I would have. I mean, I discovered it when I was a little bit older, and uh, you know, the the Satan was a frightening character when he kills when he destroys the village. I can imagine yeah. this because I don't think it's gonna. I'm. It's gonna ever leave me. Yeah, it's definitely got some, some riff on, trauma there. It's so. <laughs> it's it's. Because yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean from like having v- tons of VHS recordings of stuff with like the tape with something scratched mm. on as quickly as possible, and it, it's weird mm. watching those films again without adverts every fifteen minutes. Mm. Or just because uh, someone would just forget to press pause when the adverts come on, or they'd forget to press pause when the adverts come off, so you'd get like chunks that were missing, or yeah. yeah. You'd get like five minutes of the episode that was on just before. Yep. Yep. Loved Classic. it. it was great. I wish I wish Netflix yeah. was more like that and just had <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish there was a streaming service that was just direct uploads of VHS films. Oh, that would be so TV. good. Oh, I mean I know that we're getting slightly off topic, but a lot of those VHS movies are just lost. You yeah. there are movies that that you just cannot find on streaming services. Because they're just kind of... And there's a lot of home videos that have been taped over. Yeah. With disturbing kids' movies. And this is one of them. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I think I liked it. I still... I loved this movie. I think it was so cool. I loved the claymation of it. Uh, I think the animation is really good. Yeah, it's a really good film. It's just strange. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, for... For the first, like, yeah, full-length claymation movie, it is really good. And, like, as weird as the Satan bit was, the design of the the Satan thing, where it's just, like, this armor that's holding the face mask up, Mm. it it was really cool. Like, it's really taken some, yeah, nice sort of liberties with with style and and stuff like that. Yeah, it is cool. It is a cool representation of of evil, but... uh... Yeah, especially the way he sucks the kids in, in, like, getting them involved in designing the people, giving Mm. giving them clay, which was wonderfully... Horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really existential. Um, yeah. Hey, have have a chunk of flesh yeah. and life itself. And I'll I'll uh, make them alive. And then squishing them. And then I'm gonna kill yeah. them. That was the weird part. It wasn't like the god yeah. devil thing was like he let the people destroy themselves, which is horrifying to show a child. Is <laughs> a yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. honestly thought they were gonna tear that cow in half yeah. when they were like both hmm. pulling at it. It's like. But no, instead he was like, right, yeah. time for a storm and an earthquake and everything's going to die. And they're all talking and in gibberish. It's real messed up. Yeah. Yeah. The one's crying over like a dead person in the street. There's, yeah. there's clay blood. I think this, is, this is where the inspiration for The Sims came from, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this a kid's film? <laughs> I don't. Because the rest of it is kind of very child-friendly. Well, I mean, that's the, the most part. It's very reminiscent of the 80s to have kids shows that were just 
fucked up. You know, Watership yeah. Down is a horrifying adventure. That's again, I don't, I wouldn't, could never consider that Ed's film. I'd consider <laughs> it, it was. something parents accidentally showed. That, yeah, that, that is a film I saw by accident because of its animation style, being like, oh, bunnies, yeah. and then watching it, and then my mom coming in, like, I don't think you should watch that. And I'm like, why? 10 minutes later, oh, oh. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them that are just have these moments of, I don't know, just terror. Or yeah. or ho- horror in there, dread. I, yeah, or dread, or just <laughs> just bizarre shit that happens. And this is definitely in that category. Yeah, yeah. Well, the overarching plot is is basically the three three kids from his book, Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer, and the uh, one Becky. that doesn't Becky, have a the, the, Becky. Becky, the kid that he's like, yeah. you look like my wife did. <laughs> Yeah. It's a bit um, weird. Yeah, that, that was a bit. <laughs> yeah. That, um, yeah. When you they say stow like away that, on his strange. suicide mission. <laughs> In yeah, an he's, airship. He's, he's made this airship to try and go and fly to Haley's Comet mm-hmm. because he was born when yeah. Haley's Comet went round, so he's going to die when it comes back. Yep. And I assumed it was by getting hit by the comet, but it's not. <laughs> he's absorbing into Well, it. he did yeah. die. He did. He was, I mean, that, that is true, though, isn't it? He was born at, when. Haley's comet arrived, and then when it came back around, he died. Yeah, because yeah, it's every seventy on. years or so, I think. Yeah, yeah. Was that by design? As in, did he kill himself, or was that just I weird coincidence? I think it was just weird coincidence. Yeah, um, well, so that that makes us have a real dark, yeah, otherwise a way very, darker tone. Very dark. <laughs> but I mean, it's I find this the animation style like I think it's amazing, and I loved how effect like they use the clay so much, like with everything like mold melding into each other things like popping up and springing out of nowhere yeah, was so cool. um was fantastic but i did find it quite hard to look at especially the kids mm. yeah the the worst the worst looking thing i think was the baby that adam and eve have because its yeah. eyes were just <laughs> a bit yeah. too weird like the the rest of them looked like there's the sort of weird uncanny valley of like they're, they're human enough but then yeah the the baby was just just weird. <laughs> and this retelling of of Adam and Eve really pins it all on Eve. Like, I mean, I know that mm, the yeah. Bible usually it's... pins it all on Eve, but like, it's all just like, at least it. But it also it's 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 not just incredibly misogynistic. It's it's very um, misandrist. Misandrist. That word. Misandrist. Yeah. In that, yeah. Adam is such a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, he really uh, is. Like, he, like, he, he can't he put two and two together and get anything yeah. close to four. <laughs> he just loves naming shit. him just riding a waterfall was pretty fun. Yeah, in a barrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I um, liked that bit. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was, I mean, it just, it was so left field. I think, because I did, I, I think if I knew more about Mark Twain, like, was he at the time, because I assume it's an American film. Yeah. Was he, like, on their school literature? thing like is was it more like expected yeah. that kids knew more about him because we did steinbeck and that was kind of it for american mm. literature at school so i'm like yeah i had i had no idea until i looked into the the quite helpful wikipedia page uh, I, this film, I don't know it's... how much it referenced his books yeah see i don't know either because mark twain is is near impenetrable for me or impenetrable mm. i should say like i just cannot get into him i i'm for american classics i like more the 50s beatnik type era and even then that's that was just because i liked it in my youth because i was an idiot and i thought it was like cool and hip and annoying um you know it's nothing worse i have suggested hey i love that book but the boys aren't keen it's it's a lot of effort to read an entire book (laughs) there's nothing more tedious than like an 18 year old that reads jack kerouac and uh, thinks that he fucking gets it or whatever the fuck. You're just like, oh, get this, get this guy away from me, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, we've had that with a few of the movies yes. too. I was going to say, there's, there's worse <laughs> kids that kids that watch film day. I can people that watch like Fight Club and go, I completely understand it and miss the entire point, which happens mm. often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, Fight Club's kind of people hate that film now. I think that it's still a pretty fine film. Um, I did love it when I was a kid, when I was a boy, a teen. But now I think it's it, it's not saying how cool these people are. 
No. It's if kind anything, of it kind of calls out. You can watch it with more context. Like now, now, now that we're old and you're watching it, you're like, oh yeah, okay, no, that's not not how I want yeah. to be. If anything, like, it kind of predicts the radicalization and the militarization of incel culture. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. It just like, it calls it. The author talk about it. I I recommend going read if you really want to know about Fight Club. Listen to the author talk about the the book. Really interesting because he's um, mm. it, it was it was essentially him going. There are no role role models for men, so the role models that are going to appear are going to be awful. They're going to be really toxic if someone else mm. doesn't step in. Interesting. And it, yeah, yeah, it's weird that he was right. <laughs> well, I think nowadays you either have to like it's the Disneyfication of a lot of things. Yeah, where you can't just have flawed fucked up characters and not turn to the camera every five minutes and go by the way i'm a bad person because <laughs> this racism is bad you know like we're not uh, we can't even having someone that is awful on screen you're like this is they're saying that this person is the best yep you're like no that's not that's not what they're saying <laughs> yeah it's yeah yeah i think that's a thing that teenagers um, we've, I think we've we've covered this in the in the podcast before. Is that you kind of automatically like the main character mm. and want to see the best in them? So with, oh gosh, was it our first or second episode with Wanted? Yeah, like, yeah. you kind of want to like James McAvoy, even though he's a whiny cunt. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and you're like, oh, he's so cool because he's learning to be an assassin, and I could be an assassin, and oh, I could bend bullets, and I could definitely kiss angelina jolie isn't that cool and then as an adult you're watching it it's like oh my god can someone just shoot this kid and get it over with? <laughs> yeah that's that's how i felt when i was watching it and that's why i pitched this podcast to you guys <laughs> but, but also like films are so afraid of making the main character bad. like they have to be likable to a degree mm. that like there are no like completely awful main characters anymore because they all have to you hit, the audience has to like them a little bit I think you end they can, up they can just be bad. doing that anyway. Say like Harvey Cartel, Bad Lieutenant. You end up l loving this character even though he is just a Awful. human rat. Like he is one of the worst. <laughs> and I love seeing that. I love seeing a downfall sort of story with someone that's just borrowed time working their way. You know, it, it's it's one of my favorite types of stories. I absolutely love them. That being said, I don't know who who would you say is the main character of this movie, the Mark Twain film. The Mark Twain books, I think, are the main characters. Mm. Yeah. As, as, Very, the city is the, a character. The concept yeah. of Mark Twain's brain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The... Like I'd say, yeah. I'd say the ship is the main character. It's certainly the most interesting. Yeah. Part of the the um, I, film is it Huck that's like is moving cool. the story forward. Yeah, the ginger. It's yeah. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. I, I think he's. They like said their name. I think, I think Tom Sawyer yeah. is the ginger one, and then Hook is the the twelve-year-old kid that's that. When you first meet him, he's just smoking a pipe because yeah. you know he's, that's fine. That's what all twelve-year-old kids do in the eighties. Yeah, no, I think Huck. <laughs> I th I'm pretty. Yeah, I don't know actually. I could argue, no. but I'm I, I my basis is I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't know which one. <laughs> I think Tom Sawyer is the ginger one, and I think yeah. he he moves bits of the story forward in that he's the one that's like, right, we're gonna hijack the ship, capture mm. like capture Mark Twain, hijack the ship, and get home before he kills us all in this death comet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we haven't even talked about the fact that the main plot is them trying to kidnap <laughs> to to tie mm. up Mark Twain. That's what? And they do yeah, it, they, but they, they want to get rid of him so they can steal the ship. They kidnap him, <laughs> which I think isn't actually a bad idea. They don't. They don't think, oh, let's throw him overboard. Let's slit his throat. Mm. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's cling film his face. Mm. Like they, they go, oh, we'll we'll tie him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll tie him up, and and ignore the fact that every so often they keep seeing this mysterious-looking figure that looks suspiciously like Mark Twain, mm. but in dark clothing. So I called in my notes. Yeah. I just have him written down as Dark Twain. You know what bit yeah. is, is the character. what bit is confusing but awesome is when they're trying to they're navigating inside the comet. Yeah, with the Lee, mm. they're shooting off the whatever the hell that is and saying those whatever the hell they're saying. They're just shouting yeah. words. 
just shouting yeah. and then they eventually shout Mark Twain for some Mark Twain. <laughs> I don't even get it. it. Must I don't even reference. understand what's no. going on. But Well, Twain Twain was a um it was a nautical not nautical term, but like um because uh, he he chose his name. He wasn't actually born Mark Twain. No, he? he wasn't. It was something else. And he, I remember, this is the only thing I know about Mark Twain, which is really embarrassing. <laughs> that and like, I have a very weird idea of what the book, of what Tom Sawyer did through my, yeah, year six musical. I feel um, like every grandpa talks like how Mark Twain writes. Densely. Yeah. <laughs> densely and complicated. And, yeah. <laughs> every grandpa Well, knows. yeah, and that was so yeah. weird. It was like every now and then he'd be like, well, I've kidnapped you and I'm not letting you go. But do you want to hear a story, kids? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. they're like, it, yeah, all right. Come on down to my... It took me way too long to realise that the elevator was going through his stories as well. Mm. And I imagine that if I'd read more of, well, any <laughs> of his, then it would have made more sense. Like when they're like, oh, there's Junji Joe, and he's like a weird, like, horrific caveman murderer. Yeah. And I'm like, the closest I have to that is when we watched The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Injun Joe, I guess, is one of the more problematic uh-huh. uh, yeah. characters of Mark Twain. I mean, I do find that Adam and Eve story is, as you said, heinously misogynistic. <laughs> but that's, but also, so is the Bible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. not to get, not to get Ricky Gervais on everyone. Um, <laughs> no, you could never be that bad. <laughs> God doesn't exist. Um, but um, we get it. But it is pretty fucked up. I did like the yeah. I like the jumping frog story. Yeah, that was a nice way to start because yeah. it it started like it was mm. it was gonna like periodically go through all of his stories, and it felt like that's mm. what the film was. It was like, oh, this is a way to show kids like the Mark Twain stories in like condensed version, and then it went, yeah. no, we're gonna get horrible. <laughs> it's gonna get nightmarey. Yeah, and then you find out Mark Twain's actually yeah. not for kids. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. He's not. And then it was like, Here's a- so that's who who is this for? Yeah, I was trying to work that. Really? I was like, why did they make this and who is it for? Yeah. I guess Mark Twain fans? Would Mark I Twain fans guess. like this film? Because it's not... I can't imagine it's super <laughs> accurate. I don't know. It, it, it is bewildering. It's honestly like, I'm not sure because it... From how upsetting parts of the, the scenes are and like the concept and the, the just the death yeah, and the, art. And the, yeah. the like examination of ego and all of all of that is is not kid friendly, but then it's very colourful. Yeah, it is, and, and they are on a they are on a, uh, an airship, and, and they are kids, and they have cool. these cool. I remember that when they go into that land, the stony land, and he's just talking to no one. Like that's cool and moody and spooky. Yeah, yeah it's weird, yeah. and I I like how even um. Even through like the Adam and Eve story bit, they're just adding like random humor into it as well to try yeah. and like keep you engaged. And I mean, it worked. So. Yeah, <laughs> like I did quite like the bit where she like Eve just keeps putting signs on everything. The naming stuff mm-hmm. was Adam's like huh? good. <laughs> the yeah, what what did crack me up on that was obviously the we talked about the barrels and basically he's um, Adam's like, well, what's the point of a waterfall unless you go over it? And yeah. she's got all these signs up that are like danger, water, keep out, and then lifeguard not on duty. Yeah. <laughs> and things like that. They do get comets completely wrong though, and that is a big, pretty disappointed with them uh, for that. It's all fire and hot. Yeah, aren't comets icy? Yeah, comets are just big fucking balls of ice that go, you know, that are moving real fast. That's it. End of story. <laughs> the, that's the worst scientific inaccuracy in this film. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's an Armageddon-level bullshit, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe in maybe in this film it's on fire because it's entered the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. And what you don't Everyone see is, is shortly after yeah. everything dies. Yeah. Must have missed they that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, it gets, it, that was cut out on the, uh, on the version of the <laughs> They were like, that, the, the fiery death ending and the devil need to go. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Yeah, the devil part is crazy. It's... And it keeps going, too. So there's an extended part. I saw the death, like, when he kills the village, but then there's another part where he's chatting about, and he's, his face is changing, and it's all it's all real bizarre shit. <sighs> but the ending of that, when it just fades into the eye of Mark Twain, has always freaked me out yeah. as a child and as an adult yeah. as well. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to... That image is never going to leave me, that, like, weird face. <laughs> awful. 
the face is horrible, but then, yeah, seeing it, like, it cut, cuts to Mark Twain's face and you just have the devil reflection in one of his pupils. Mm. What does it mean? And it's just... Ugh. What does mm. it mean? Like, what does that mean in terms of, like, media analysis? What does that mean? Is Mark Twain... The devil is inside all the hearts <laughs> of men. Is Mark Twain evil? Is that what it's trying to tell us? Well, there's well a, one of them was. Yeah, there's a good Mark <laughs> yeah, Twain and a bad Dark, Mark Dark Twain. Twain was. Dark Twain. Yeah, I mean, he does say that he's got... When when the kids ask him about heaven and hell, he's like, oh, I wouldn't know I've got friends in both. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that must be a genuine Th- Mark Twain quote. That's a direct quote. quote. It has to be. For yeah. sure. Yeah, there's, there was a lot of things in here where I was like, that was really quite, quite, quite a nice quote, like quite profound. And then I was like, they didn't yeah. just make this up. No way. No. <laughs> uh, he was a great orator, Mark Twain. Yeah. Mm. And he was known yeah. for more his just public oration. And he's very quotable. It's heaven for the atmosphere, hell for the company. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> heaven for the climate. Hell that for was the another. Company. And then I, <laughs> I like how I compl- I watched this last night and I'd forgotten about it already. But the bit where he tells the story of the guy trying to get into heaven, but it's like a weird alien nightclub. Heaven. Oh, that was so good! I love that bit. <laughs> That's great. That that <laughs> really so... did. That was yeah, surreal. Throw that me was off. real. Because that was like right after yeah. the devil, the devil stuff. Mm. Yeah. Really and then he goes into a... I was I wasn't sure that the devil wasn't going to come back at that point, so I was like, yeah. oh god, <laughs> on edge. He goes into an alien gay nightclub. Yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, he gets he beautifully gets... animated tail bopping. Yeah, three three headed aliens are bopping around, and then they're all just sharing cigars and beers and stuff all the time. <laughs> like most of the characters in this movie yeah. are just like you know riffing cigars. cigars. The whole yeah. time. I want to go to. Well, I guess that's easier to animate than a cigarette. Yeah. It's too thin. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to Alien Hell, um, Heaven, more than. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> and I think that's fun. the point it makes as well is yeah. that human heaven is really fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boring. Because he, he, <laughs> he gets Yeah, he gets all his gubbins, and then he's like, they're like shh shh, and he's like, oh, oh sorry, and he has to like. I love. I do like that character. Yeah. Arch, was he called Archibald? No, no, I can't remember. I have no, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of us should have read a Mark Twain book before. No way. Well, I didn't know it. I just thought it was going to be a nice kids animation. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that clip of, but I'd never. I I saw it so long ago that I I didn't know it was from this film until obviously the, the devil clip. appears, and I'm like yeah. you. <laughs> I've yeah. seen you before. I I had that because I I watched it. As well, I watched the devil clip online and it's, it's just like weird childhood horror film. And as I was watching this, I was like, why do I recognize this animation style? And then they saw the devil. And I was like, oh, there it is. That's why. <laughs> it's strange because no you one haunted me before because we moved yeah. to we moved to Australia shortly after we didn't spend much time in New Zealand. And so I just had this movie and I it was that and Flight of the Dragons. And I was the only one that had this had this stuff. Like these two films in particular, no one else. I really grew up with these two films and they both had quite an impact on me, but no yeah. one else. I couldn't imagine them not having an impact on you. <laughs> but it was such an isolation. You couldn't like go, how crazy was that, man? It was so, you know, no, yeah. because it was just, it was just something that was specific to your family because they were in so New Zealand. So did you have siblings or time. did your parents watch it? Uh, or was it just you at home glued to the screen? I know my brother did watch it. Um, I don't know if my parents watched it, but I, I would, I would just l- l- slurp it up, yeah. slurp it up big time. And it all, it never got taped over. It's probably mm. still. I, I don't know if we've gotten rid of all of our VHSs. I hope not, but um, it's probably still in a bucket somewhere. That'd be amazing if you just found it. <laughs> like, ah, oh, there it is. I would need a the VHS. One VHS copy left of this movie. Mm, I would need a VHS player <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it will barely function. It will barely. It's an old VHS tape that you watched a lot. It's not going to be viewable anymore. Yeah, no, I can't imagine that. But that we've being got the case either. Whenever we've had guests on, or even us, everyone seems to have that like one or two films where it feels like only they watched and no one else has even heard of. And it mm. feels like mm-hmm. everyone has that phenomenon happen. And it's really interesting. We haven't come across two people yet that have the same one. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting. And, and I, my best friend, Scott, he was an only child and he was spoiled because of it. He would always have the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo and the oh, later the Plastation. Yeah. 
I hate him already. <laughs> and he had all like, the Transformers <laughs> toys. Oh, it's so good to have a friend like that because you just go over to his house. Yeah, and that's true. I imagine your toys. parents really liked him as well. He's <laughs> like, yeah, go play with the toys there. My, yeah, <laughs> my thing loads was of money. <laughs> messed up shows on VHS because yeah. we had so many. Um, mm. and, his, and he was the first person to like be like, hey, check this out. It's a movie called Akira. And we were just kids and he had it and we were just like, what the fuck is this? And then after that, it was Neon <laughs> Genesis Evangelion. You know, we were just watching it going, this is cooked. What the fuck is this, mm. man? <laughs> I love that. I think that's such a cool... Because we didn't have the internet. Yeah. It was mm. in that sort of weird time when the internet was around, but not at all. Not just yet. Not really usable. Yeah. It was just up there. It was just emails and low-quality Simpsons web files. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, so you had to earn that weird shit. And when you... When you were the keeper of it, it was so cool, and you felt really cool doing yeah. it and finding that weird stuff. I don't know. I don't. Know, I feel sorry for children now because weird shit's everywhere. Yeah, it really true. loses its its sparkle. Yeah, I mean that's why I said like you know we watched this clip on on a compilation or a sort of listicle of things that children probably shouldn't see, and as a child you're like, click. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um. The things I was that definitely, a child I guess, see. young, but it was YouTube, so it can't have been, yeah. can't have been like obnoxiously young. But um, yeah, I don't think there's an age where this isn't disturbing. But at least you know you've got the mental faculties <laughs> to try and self-soothe after yeah. seeing it. I mean, that yeah. is true. The good news about if you watch this when you were too young, and like I did, you don't know how weird and fucked up it is. You've got no mm. sort of real perception yeah. or concept of this sort of thing. It's only until you can look back on it. And go, oh, I sh- that that was weird. Yeah, that was that's fucked weird. up. Because <laughs> it's not gory, and it's not. I mean, apart from obviously the weird devil clip, which you said you didn't see. No, I saw the killing, um, the killing of the city. But then I think there's a bunch more in there that got cut. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So no, you, you, yeah, it's not horribly violent in a way that my, I think my parents and a lot of parents would turn it off. Mm. It's just, yeah. it's weird and it's psychologically quite complicated, but it isn't like, you know, there's no sex, there's no mm-hmm. blood, there's no knives and stabbing and all that kind of But it's dealing stuff. with concepts and themes that are, mm. way, that are, they are pitching way above children's television or yeah. til- children's movie. It's, uh, that brings us back to who is this made for? Mm. And I still have no idea I yeah. don't have an answer for that. Because sometimes you have like kids shows that are a bit like weirdly raunchy or have lots of like inappropriate jokes that would go up, but they're designed to go over kids' heads so mm. that it's watchable for the parent. Mm. It's like watching um, when you watch Blazing Saddles for the first time. And when you, because yeah. I watched that early, way early, because uh, we were a big Mel Brooks household and didn't understand most. Of the shit that was going on there, but loved it all the same. Same with Young Frankenstein and all, you know, all of them. Oh, I love that. I love Young. I think kids are just so used to not understanding what's going on mm. around them that they it's don't. Fine. Like, if you don't have, yeah, you just like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't get this. I'm gonna go and like bash my Transformers together for a bit instead. And it's the genius of the Simpsons, which made it for everyone. So mm. it was for mm. adult and kid, but this doesn't have that it's not for either layered approach it's not for either it's yeah it's (laughs) somehow kind of there's nothing for everyone yeah (laughs) instead of everything for you know something for everyone like the simpsons is you don't get other jokes or references but you still enjoy you know bart being a bad boy saying cowbunga but for this you're just like uh mark twain lovers okay sure but this is for kid. This is claymation for kids. It's sort of silly in parts. Yeah. It's not for adults, clearly. But it's not. It's not for kids. It's not, it's not for teens. Far too dense for children. Yeah. It's far too childish for teenagers. And it's and not it saying thinks... anything parents aren't already aware of. Hmm. You My say guess like is Mark... that this was made for the director who made it. Yeah. yeah. I think so. <laughs> I have an idea. Big Mark yeah. Twain stan. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
But it's he weird. He had because, a load like... of clay and a book, and he was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Got an idea. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, that reminds me of that scene from Parks and Rec where. Oh, yeah. Is it, uh, Wyatt's character is like, well, could a depressed person make this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's been like two weeks. <laughs> two, it's just standing up. Yeah, two minutes stop motion animation. <laughs> that's, um, that's exactly what this was. This was a depressed guy with clay and a bunch of Mark Twain. Yes, box. this was depression. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's either, you know, he's in the, it's a, you know, bipolar person that's had their, this is both their manic and their low point. <laughs> And they're having a crisis Ooh. in space. <laughs> it it didn't do super well at the box office what either. Unsurprisingly. What? <laughs> what? That's shocking. What? You mean people didn't watch like the end of the frog bit and go, now it's weird. Um, so a budget of 1.5 million. Wow. And it made just under 850,000. Oh. So I lost a, lost a fair chunk of cash. But that's that's a... 1.5 million doesn't seem it doesn't seem like enough money to make a stop a feature length stop motion film. It was the 80s. Yeah. Oh, I suppose it was, yeah. Apparently it took three and a half years to make wow. and then even when it was finished they waited like a year or two until it coincided with Haley's comic coming past again and they were like, now go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So strange. Yeah. It's such a strange That's... thing that happened that makes no sense. Really impressive though. It's really Very, impressive yeah. like made. Because even modern, like, claymation stuff don't do half the stuff that's in this film. Like, them stepping through the weird elevator door thing, and mm. they're just kind of half-phasing through it. Yeah. I watched, at first I'm, like, I watched that and I went, that's cool. And then I realised that it's claymation and they had to, like, have these, like, half of a character and then, like, that's so impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's... Like, the, the technicalities of this movie are, are really good. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Right. It's technically amazing. It's worth watching just alone for the animation, I think, because yeah. I think it's it's pretty cool. And the, the, I love and the design of the airship. Yeah, it's incredible. And then you get to the devil yeah, scene and... and you forget everything else about the film. <laughs> <laughs> the airship was really, um, yeah, fan- fantastic. It had that um, that sort of Wallace and Gromit charm mm. to it, but just like up a few notches because it wasn't even remotely trying to be in any way logical. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. And um, just... <laughs> I my one of my favorite bits was the um, like when it was repairing itself, and you have that big white glove. Yeah. Oh, that's um, so good. Sewing, sewing back up the air, and I was just like, oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's really nice, it's wholesome and cute, unlike so much of the film. Yeah. And then when when they're like trying to attack the the bits that are coming off of the comet as well, and they're mm. using that like sword and shield kind yeah. of yeah, that is cool to to destroy it. That was all really fun. Like, yeah, I think it. The the pitfalls is that it gets bogged down in all the biblical things. I feel that's when it really s- slows down yeah. and sort mm. of stops from from being a sort of a, a a look through his works to just oh what <laughs> is this? The tone is changing. It's it feels yeah. like a different but part is of that the tone of those books though? Without reading them, it's really hard to say. Like. It, are those books they must be satirical because he's not religious enough for this would be like no. a homage to the bible yeah also it doesn't make so sense there must be a satir- yeah. sorry yeah uh it, it goes through his works but tom sawyer huckleberry finn they are a part of his works yeah. as well and they don't really get yeah. touched on and i would say like tom sawyer and huckleberry finn and those two those two stories are his most famous mm. works yeah. Oh, too too mainstream for um, yeah. Will Vinton to, to touch on this film. Yeah, yeah no, you have to be a hardcore Mark Twain fan. We don't touch on them at all. But maybe that's because it's well, Indian Joe is the bad racial yeah. overtones. It's got some. It's very dated in how yeah. racist mm. it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indian Joe being. I mean, they don't even. I mean, he's called Indian Joe, so you know he's. Yeah. You know, Native American, but it's yeah, it's not it's not subtle. But in the in the book, it's really yeah. bad. As well, well. still. Oh, do you see it um, in the book? Oh, oh, sorry, no. Do you see it in the movie? I didn't think so. It's just his like screaming, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Um, vaguely see see the guy in the cave at one point when he's got yeah. a knife and he tries. Yeah, he's to got a knife him. and he tries to attack them, and he's just he just screaming at them, and you know he's he's just all you see of this character, the one. 
ethnic character in yeah. the entire movie is them being barbaric, screaming, and trying to murder the children. Yeah. Oof. So, so that was, you like, know, not, not great. 90s racism was fine then. Yeah. They got rid of all the other stuff that was okay to because keep. Because, which I get confused between Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn's stories. Huckleberry Finn's where he, he runs, it's the poor boy that runs away with the with the runaway slave yeah yeah man yeah and they float down a river yes and it ends quite quite badly and sad and tom sawyer paints a fence Tom Sawyer paints becky's fence or something like that he's more of a right i feel like tom sawyer is the more like family friendly version yeah of that story yeah and then hunglebear finn is more of a tragedy than anything else so it is weird to have these uh, yeah i think that there's a massive disconnect between child story and Mark Twain yeah. in general. And you, th- yeah. you throw a layer of, of uh, claymation on top of that, and it's lost. Let's make War and Peace <laughs> a cartoon. I mean, that sort of thing. It's like, what are we what doing? What you said earlier is like, that's how you get 80s kids' movies. <laughs> that's... But could you imagine this live action? I don't want to. I don't know. Nice. Something that's, that's a true... That's exactly. a true horror The 80s, show. 80s live action with 80s CG. I'd, um... No, I'd watch that. I would watch that. <laughs> in the period, oh, especially in the early 80s, there are a string of movies that come out that are pure cocaine. Mm. And I feel like this could be a part of that club. I think, yeah, yeah to do that much, to do only three years of claymation mm. and have a feature-length film at the end of it, there's probably some cocaine and maybe yeah. a little bit of meth going in there as well oh, meth. for the late night. Is there, uh, 80s? 80s were not doing meth. There was so much cocaine on the streets. It's 80s. It's America. Yeah. It's business. It's it's capitalism. Every, the boom's never going to... It's never going to end. We're going to keep <laughs> growing and keep making money and doing coke and it's going to be great. But this, Nothing this can film... stop us. This film doesn't scream coke though. It screams coke was used to make it. This I feel like I mean it screams it, it screams LSD. bad acid. Yeah, trick. it screams LSD. Like the is a little bit cokey because In... it gets distracted so many times. That's true. Yeah. That is true. That's fair. <laughs> and it but... thinks that it's the smartest person in the and room. And like the devil, the Satan di- diary of Satan thing wasn't even like a published novel. Oh really? Like it's it's one that he attempted to write so many times and kept scrapping. Why do yeah, those? It's so it's like, like a mysterious this, stranger, isn't it? It's like I mean, a real yeah. deep dive into Mark Twain's works. This is not surface level, which is why I was like, well, is he was his works better known in the eighties than they are now? Like, this is not a film. It, but you've got the two you've got the two characters from the, his most popular ones, and we don't find out anything <laughs> about them really. Yeah. They are just yeah. plot devices. Yeah, they're they're literally just kids. They yeah. could they could have been yeah. any kids. There's no, there's nothing special about any of them that makes you think, oh, okay, mm. because we know Huck does this in his story, he's going to do this in that. Like, yeah, there's nothing. They're just sort of faintly rumbunctious, naughty children. They're very ambiguous. There's nothing about them that tells us about that those books whatsoever. And then it gets hung up on these other ones, these more esoteric is stories. It, is it? It's just. Is yeah. it like you? The film expects you to know about the the main cat, the characters, the main stories. I think the film is trying to teach you about the weird, the like the the obscure Mark Twain stories. I think that mm. I think the director was like, more you people know, it, need to learn about these weird. It ones. hasn't made, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think and it, it shows is, how they're not going to read them. <laughs> it's. I think it is the fact that for I'm just thinking because my my parent my family are American. And so I think for they learned Mark Twain in school. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it must have, you know, it absolutely must have. That it must have done a Tom Sawyer or a Huckleberry Finn. So it's, again, this let's force what we were do- told, what happened to us, onto the next generation, which boomers are so well known for. It's true. Uh, so, but, yeah. <laughs> they're doing what they do best. They're like, well... So this film doesn't teach you about like the Huckleberry film or the Tom Sawyer's. It doesn't. Yeah, it teaches right. you about the shit it that just you teaches you the weird ones. Yeah, and a yeah, well, Genesis. a couple of weird ones, and then just goes off about Adam and Eve for about half an hour. Well, yeah, yeah, that was again. That was one of his weird ones, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was one. Yeah, yeah there's two of his so books. So yeah. long. It's crazy how long that section goes for. Yeah, 
Yeah, because they I... even they stop at one point because there's a storm and get back to the normal story, and then and later then they on go they're back like, to it. "We didn't finish the story of Adam and Eve." We and know like, oh. how it ends. They bring yeah. sin yeah. to the world. <laughs> yeah. Although I did, <laughs> there was then one joke in that second bit that that made me laugh quite a bit, which is when Adam's run away and he's trying to hide, and he's got he's made a shack that he's painting camouflage on, but it's paint by numbers. <laughs> and you see like the numbers of the different paints on it and I was like oh, that's quite a good bit is it for kids is this film for kids but is this film for kids oh I'm so bothered yeah. by it yeah no no he tries to run definitely away like doesn't yeah because yeah. she's pregnant yeah 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 <laughs> well and he doesn't understand yeah, what a child then... is no no he does not know what's causing I think it, it is I think a it's fish a... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's trying to like nurse a fish or something, yeah. and it's like, mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. yeah we, weird, weird amount stuff. of visual humor, which I guess because the story otherwise in those Adam and Eve scenes would be so fucking dry. Oh. It's the, the worst They needed story, the visual dude. humor. It's one of um, it's one of the worst stories of the Bible, I reckon. I was worried that it was going to go through the rest of the Bible. Oh god, yeah, me too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, strap in. Let's this get is to where you know when starts. you you know when you start checking how long there's left. <laughs> Let's. And I feel like this. <laughs> Let's turn Lot's oh, wife into a pillar of salt. Let's go see some Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> Am I going to watch Cain and Abel in Clay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mostly horrific yeah. stories in yeah. that book, I reckon. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, the Old Testament's got some, uh, got some juicy bits. Mm. Yeah, it's a real fucking horror show. <laughs> oh, man, this, um, film, this film changed. I think this film has changed me as a person. <laughs> Yeah. It does. It's. I only watched it yesterday evening, and it's, it already has this sort of weird... Cold. Cement, cement, like um, fever dream esque. Mm, yeah, you know when you have one of those nightmares that's so profound it yeah. sticks with you for a long time, even if it's yeah. not a recurring oh, one. Yeah. It sticks with yeah. you, but not in a particularly good way. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> More of a no, this, this is up there of being chased by my headless grandmother in, when I was six. <laughs> of, like nightmares, I I can't forget. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> Uh, I, I guess if you ha- if like if you had to like rate this movie, I don't know how. I don't know how no. you rate how what what category? Yeah, what, like fantastic animation. Yeah, yeah, like beautifully done, amazingly like amazing use of clay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but they get comments wrong. They yeah. do get comments, they get comments so they wrong. lose at least a point yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, in- insane story I all over the place. Never want to see it again. Yeah. No, never want to watch it again. Um, yeah, you don't, I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. I have no desire to watch it again. In fact, actually, no. I'm lying now. Talking about it, I want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> we we've never had a film so like divisively made where it's like it being the technical side is incredible. The story is nonsensical. Yeah. And and. Don't know what audience it's for. Don't know what it's made. Why it was made. No. I was trying to find out, and it is not clear. Yeah, it is a. So I don't know how to rate it. Basically, so this guy Will Vinton, who made it, did was like a pioneer for claymation. Yeah, and like, was it just like everyone was like, well, you know, do whatever you want, I guess. And he was like, cool. I love Mark Twain. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to assume everyone else does. And I'm going to make sure everyone yeah, else knows. Everyone's yeah, intimately, project. yeah, <laughs> intimately familiar with it. Uh, and, Mark um, Twain is responsible for one of the worst episodes, double episodes of Star Trek ever. Star Trek <laughs> Next Gen. He shows up in that episode. Oh man, that episode sucks. I hate Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've been I've been rewatching um, Next Gen actually at the moment. I'm oh I think I'm in season season four. Oh great, so season four so good starts to get they start to really hit their stride in that season i reckon one and two are probably absolute dog shit almost uniformly they... that's nice that's nice tv shows <laughs> they were fun they were fun that's that's um, the saving grace of all gentle of them. Yeah. you can watch them oh, yeah. because they're so much fun even the bad even the the nadirs of Mark the seasons are, the are fun and silly. And... I mean, similarly to Mark Twain, in that they're so random, in mm. that it was like it, the, the first few seasons, it was very much like, what has Next Door Studio got in its props department? <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. And like, they're all musketeers and oh, like Shakespeare be... and stuff. And yeah. it's like, you're very much going back to the ni- like the 20th century <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, doing that a lot, huh? Yeah. But yeah, like, how... like uh, it's a. Uh... 
Sorry, I can talk about yeah. Star Trek next gen. Especially yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing, I, Mikey, you were going to say it's like how Doctor Who always seems yeah, to Doctor be Who's always old saying, London. Yeah, or, or like uh, early 2000s <laughs> Wales. Uh, Doctor Who's always going yeah. in a fucking Robin Hood times or Shakespeare old England times. It's, yeah. oh, don't to be get... fair, it's far easier to like make a show backwards than it is forwards. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very hard to make a I... future show. Yeah, to be fair, TNG doesn't do that, doesn't do forward particularly well either. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> There's always just a lot of sparkly costumes. Yeah. <laughs> sparkly jumpsuits. Oh, yeah. um, I, I, I think just this don't... film is unrateable. Unrateable. I think this film's like I, I don't not know. as a not as a one number. Yeah, a, what, like something out of ten. You, you can a... rate different parts of it. Ten out of ten for animation. What about yeah. a color? Yeah, I thought... can you rate it a color <laughs> <laughs> or a va- or uh... maybe a uh, maybe that weird like oil slick iridescence. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like an obsidian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like a... <laughs> or for something like a burnt orange. Octarine. Like a burnt orange is what <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, it smell this. Like, I write I, this. The smell of burning toast. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. That's exactly because yeah. you're watching it, going. Maybe it's something more serious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm the problem. Who knows the the damage that this movie has done to me? Yeah, it's it's it. These things. You have to assume do imprint on your psyche, especially as a kid. Yeah. Is this the reason? So how often I... did you watch? So did you watch this as like a team it... as well, or? I watched it a lot. This was one of my. Favorites. And it never made you want to read more Mark Twain or look into who he was. Oh, I looked into who he was. I think I read like a picture book of the Tom Sawyer books or whatever, but I didn't give okay. a shit. <laughs> yeah. That's this. Yeah. Did, this. I mean, this failed on. Pretty much every level of what it could, what I can only imagine it was made for. Mm. (laughs) So I was the one child that liked the movie and I didn't give a shit about Mark Twain. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely think this has had an impact on you because I've seen Hug the Sun. This is is close. (laughs) I would be lying if I said that this wasn't some sort of inspiration. Just putting something that is so... Uh, heavily religious into something that's uh, that's child. You got to get them when you're when they're young. It was this, yeah. and then there was when we growing up in Perth. There was a a show called the Sing Me a Rainbow, which was for kids, but just had the most crazy Orthodox Catholic vibes throughout it. Yeah. So that were those two things. I would I would absolutely say that these were inspirations for that. It's just there's something about um, religion just trying to be cool with kids and just fucking it up always because they're not <laughs> they're not childlike pe- they're not they're not people that should be around children <laughs> um, <laughs> do you guys remember grizzly tales for gruesome kids yeah yeah that was a great show because that's also horrific yeah. animation yeah, that was like claymation horror stories, essentially, that was on at yeah. about half three in the afternoon yeah. after school. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. it was for kids, but it was like genre yeah. horror. Yeah. That's what it was, what it was to scare kids. Um, what was that? There was like a Steven Spielberg or George Lucas kids sort of anthology called Amazing Tales or Amazing Stories or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something the Twilight like that. Zone. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Those ones, and also the fucking... Uh, Storyteller, Jim Henson's Storyteller. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, do yourselves a favor. It's some great, crazy stuff. The Storyteller. It's probably dated and nowhere. That's the thing. I go, <laughs> these things were great. I think it was The Storyteller, but I, I don't I know. I mean, yeah. Horror aimed at children is yeah, always a good like time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ruining, ruining your childhood memory, your fond childhood memories is a big yeah. part of this podcast. That's the whole mm. point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember one of those. But stories. yours were all yours. We haven't ruined it because I don't. I don't think you you're reflecting back on this and being like, oh, no. my sweet memories of me no, watching I'm... this have now tainted because of how fucked up it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's when like it's similar to like <laughs> it's similar. I don't know if you. My partner has uh, non-divorced parents and a functional and uh, not a, a functional family, whereas my family is quite Ooh. dysfunctional. Uh, lovely, but dysfunctional. And I didn't, you don't realize this until later and then you meet them and then you're hanging out with their family. You're like, oh, wait, my family are 
fucked in the head and it's a similar feeling <laughs> you don't know how much damage this is doing to you until you look back and go oh actually yeah no i shouldn't have been watching yeah. that yeah. yeah i get it oh now. yeah no yeah. Yeah, absolutely or you you go you get your mates around and you're like hey hey yeah let's watch this let's watch this it's great it's not. and um they're looking at you in like ab- like hor- horrified it's like with my um i think i'm not sure if i've told this story before about stronghold and the the wolves and the rabbits <laughs> okay are you guys familiar with the game stronghold no no so it's like a it's like a castle sim um so you had like uh you you build build castles you build and you could build like you know you go to do sieges do battles but you could also have like an economic thing it was a great game mm. 10 out of 10 game lives up i yeah whatever no, no, um but what you could do is like design a map and part of that was you add in animals because like hunting and trying to get rid of rabbits and stuff was like a big part of the the economic side of the game um and if you what you could do was create a like square wall like a, a walled in square of and fill it with rabbits and in game uh just in the like ca- in map editor if you then put wolves in there they'd kill all the rabbits yeah and i thought that was hilarious this is the and sense. i thought it was really oh, funny i was is, like wow look at this control <laughs> yeah 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 exactly um and i remember showing that to my cousin my younger cousin and she was just staring at me like, why are you killing the rabbits? And like went crying to her parents. And my, my, I remember my parents being like, what the hell is this? Like they always saw it as like, you know, medieval sort of siege game. And then suddenly it's like, no, she's just killing rabbits in the game. Just over yeah. and Now that over. you mention it, where's the neighbor's dog gone? <laughs> <laughs> and i just thought i was like isn't it amazing that this game has this cool mechanic where you like it's so realistic because obviously if you did put a bunch of wolves in a yeah. shed full of rabbits the rabbits <laughs> would die and i just thought that was really cool like tech mm. and yeah rosie was beside herself yeah, she was no, a bit of a wet imagine. blanket anyway sounds but like she, was she sounds really like a real bummer upset. We used to see how long we how long she could last before we made her cry when she came over. That's so mean. <laughs> not not just me, like me, my mum, my dad, and my brother. That's not better. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, we, it's family, family time. It's fine. Well, she'd just be like, "I'm Rosie Jones," and I'd be like, "No, I'm Rosie Jones." And then my she'd be like, "No, I'm Rosie Jones." And my oh, dad would be like, "No, I'm Rosie Jones." No, I, I think and, it was um, fair to and bully And she start crying. I think it was fair to bully her. Yeah. She, yeah. That's awful. I would have bullied her. So oh yeah, no. yeah. We're not we're not particularly close, but we are. You know, we do occasionally talk. And she's into her current hobbies. I think are uh, rowing and bridge. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. yeah, I guess we don't have too many overlapping no. hobbies at the moment. And like hers, where the bridge does overlap the rowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan. So so this film. Uh, so out of ten, I'm is... still trying. I'm, I'm stalling well, because I'm still trying to wrap to my say, head around it's it. The smell of burnt toast out of ten. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, um, I think it's. It's burnt yeah. toast. Burnt toast out of ten. <laughs> burnt yeah. toast and clay. Yeah. yeah. Out of ten. So oh, man, I, I guess with that, um, I have been Dan. I have been Michael. I've been Helena. And I've been Ben. And Ben, where can people find you? Uh, check out Hug the Sun as well if you want to see something that uh, is disturbing. Um, for but deliberately. Children. But deliberately, it really plays into this uh, fucked up shit for kids back in the eighties. Yeah. And that you can find that on Grouse House, which is a YouTube channel. And there's plenty of other good Australian comedy on that as well. Uh, if you're in Australia, I'm on Channel 7, which is a, a television network sh- channel here uh, on Tuesdays in a sketch show called We Interrupt This Broadcast. And if you're in the UK, grab a VPN, set it to Australia <laughs> and go to 7plus.com.au and you can see it on demand there. <laughs> Is this the part nice. where we mentioned we're sponsored by Surfshark? We're not. Ooh, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. not. Yeah, we would have mentioned that. Though, we right? could be. Sure? I can't if believe you're, you're not. Every, every podcast is sponsored yeah. by Surfshark. There, Surfshark. <laughs> that or NordVPN. <laughs> mm. yeah. Or Manscaping. You guys have mans- Manscaped? Yeah. That's always one. I mean, one. that's a yeah, concept yeah, we do in the UK. Yeah. But um, You guys yeah, have Manscaping as a concept? a company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are, however, sponsored by Squarespace. No, we're, we're not. not sponsored. No, no, no. Yeah. We're not sponsored by anything yet. I think that's the big one at the moment. They're doing a big... Yeah. 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 Audible's definitely coming back as well. Audible. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. 
And don't forget to go and play Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're giving all these companies free advertising. Can you bleep Shadow all of these? Legends. Every company name, can you bleep out? <laughs> all there. Because <laughs> that'd be really funny. Uh... Yeah, well, you can find this podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. We're on Discord if you want to go and like come and talk about fucked up claymation with us. <laughs> yep. We also have a Patreon um, where you can support the show. Are we doing anything specific for the Patreon this week? Uh, we're going to go find the devil. <laughs> we're going to use your money to go find the well, devil. Well, guess what? Uh, he's in the hearts of all men. Oh, I thought I thought he was in the eye. Just he's the in, left no, eye. He's in well, the eye is the eyes. heart. Uh, eyes in the beholder. Hmm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> So I sense. was um I was thinking maybe <laughs> as a as an extra if we if we get a little bit extra cash um we could also remake the adventures of Mark Twain but uh, with an icy comet live action Yeah that's the main live action, live action for as me. well live action mm. it's a icy fucking comet. ice comet and if not we will claymation this episode of the podcast yeah, that'd be good <laughs> yeah. But we're going to go fight the devil first Yeah good Whereabouts are you? I, I live in Birmingham, okay. so in the sort of middle of the country. The only thing I know about Birmingham is when you say Birmingham, people go, Birmingham, or something like that. Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. That's all I know about yeah. Birmingham. It's, uh, it's quite a thick accent, but I'm not from Birmingham, so yeah. I've just got like, I've got the twang, but not the full full accent. You don't go full uh, Birmingham. I um, My job up until um, last summer was interviewing a lot of people from the from the uh, the West Midlands of the Black Country, and um, they've got the Black Country is like a really thick accent. Uh, it's like Birmingham accent on steroids. And um, I started really picking that up. And my husband would come home and he'd be like, "You've been talking to someone from Warsaw today, haven't you?" <laughs> like, oh, I am, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should explain what the Black Country is. Oh, the Black Country. <laughs> you yeah. just realise that like that sounds weird. When you... <laughs> I've heard of it. Have you? Have you? Have... Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I don't know what it is, but I know that it's a thing and not. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so, where, where, where there are lots of mines. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And they're called yam yams. Mines. No, the um, <laughs> the people from <laughs> from the black country are called yam yams. Okay. Are you from black country? Oh, yam. <laughs> Do they love Margaret Thatcher? No. No. I imagine uh, for the no. mines. No. No. Very no. Few people <laughs> <in Canada>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where where were we? <laughs> um, yeah. Upsetting nightmares. Mark Twain stories. Yes. <laughs>